Last week, I got to Friday, the end of my work week, and I kind of sat back and was like, wow, I just had the best week. And the funny thing was, nothing special happened. It was a very quiet week for me. I was just, you know, on my laptop, sitting on the couch, pottering away, doing lots of client posts, batching some content, but not even like the exciting content batching of like a photo shoot and filming reels and that kind of thing. I was the majority of the time just like making graphics and stories and editing reels that I shot the previous week. It was lots of admin and accounting and planning and back-end stuff, building some websites and funnels. And then, like I said, lots of client work as well, lots of emails. And yet I got to the end of the week and I was like, wow, what an awesome week. I loved that. That was incredible. And it was kind of this moment where I really realized that I'm in the right job. I think if you have a stock standard boring week where you're not really doing anything special, yet you still finish up and be like, wow, that was amazing, best week ever. That is the sign that you were doing your job that you were meant to be in. Like that is your purpose work, that is what you're here for. And the reason why this is also so special to me is because I have been in the other boat. I have been in the job where I didn't love it. It didn't set my soul on fire, that I would drag my feet to Friday and be like, oh my gosh, thank God it's the weekend. And then I'd get my Sunday night scaries because I didn't want to go back to work. I have been there. So to be in a position where I have the most dull, boring, stock standard week as a social media manager with no excitement, no launches, no highs, no big invoices, no signing big contracts, like all of those cool things that come with the job. None of that happened. And I can still sit down on Friday with this grin on my face and be like, what an amazing week. That is something that I am so grateful for. And very fitting for today's podcast episode because I want to talk about that journey of going from the job that you know is just not for you and finding your dream job and your purpose in your new role as a social media manager full time. And I'm going to be sharing five steps and five ways to go from a side hustler to a full time social media manager. And this can actually apply for anyone entering the world of entrepreneurship and how to transition into quitting your job. Now, before we jump into these juicy tips, I also want to let you guys know that the Social Media Manager Summit is now open for ticket sales. You can sign up and purchase your ticket. It's going to be an incredible four-day live event. If you haven't heard me talking about this yet on the podcast, I announced it last week. This is going to be an online conference, especially for social media managers. Every training, every lesson, which we have eight of, by the way, live trainings, is going to be focused around booking clients, growing your business, growing your skills and your social media strategy and knowledge. We also have 10 guest speakers who are going to be joining me in the summit, running their own specialized trainings. And also we've got some really cool roundtable Q&A sessions, which is going to give you an opportunity to really pick the brains of these successful social media managers. And it's going to be an incredible event. We've got a pop-up Facebook group, so a fantastic way to network, interact with the community. I know social media management can be quite lonely so this is a great place to come meet friends meet like-minded people who are on the same journey as you so I'll pop a link down below for where you can purchase your ticket and I can't wait to see you there welcome to the dishing up digital podcast 
I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. So step one of my five-step system to quit your job is making a plan. (laughs) For those who don't love organization, it's time to get organized. If you are serious about making this transition into a full-time entrepreneur, you need to make sure you've got all of your ducks in a row, that you have a plan. And this is what a mistake I often see with people when they just quit their job with no plan, when they just, you know, throw in the towel all of a sudden and now they're they're a full-time entrepreneur, but they really don't know what they're doing and they're scrambling a little bit. I've seen this happen. And although it does work out for some people, you know, I've worked with students before who are in a really toxic working environment where there's all sorts of personal things going on and they just can't take it and it's horrible for their mental health. In those cases, I think getting out faster is beneficial. But on a whole, I think making a plan is not only something that's going to help you be more organized, but it's also going to give you a bit of motivation and discipline to actually do the deed. This was something that really helped me personally in my journey was I made myself a three-month plan. And in that plan, I had clear, specific goals of how many clients I wanted to be working with, how much money I wanted to be making, And I had this realistic timeline rather than being like, okay, let's go for this. Let's become a social media manager. Let's throw everything in on it. And when it didn't work in two weeks, I would give up. You know, I'd I'd done that definitely with side hustles before. But when it came to my journey to leaving, I made like a three to five month sort of roadmap for myself with little milestones along the way, little checkpoints. And I made sure it was attainable. It was realistic. It was something that I actually could achieve rather than throwing all my dreams in there and putting this pressure on myself to you know accomplish everything in a month so for me my plan looked something like in month one I wanted to earn a thousand dollars in month two I wanted to earn two thousand in month three I wanted to win uh, win (laughs) I wanted to earn three thousand dollars and although in my third month I didn't quite crack the three thousand I kind of realized that probably wasn't super realistic for me um, that I needed to have more time in my schedule to be actually able to make that amount of money and I couldn't do that with my full-time job. I think having that three-month structure gave me some really good momentum towards my goal of leaving. Like I literally wrote it down as a, this is my plan to quit my job. I wrote it down in my journal. I had those clear goals. I had this little roadmap to follow. And I think that's a lot easier than just having this dream floating around in my head. And often I work on this with my my students. It's like, okay, this is my goal. This is what I want to achieve. So I'm like, cool, give yourself six weeks. What are you going to achieve in week one, week two, week three? And literally set a date that you want to hand in your notice for and have this you know, strict deadline to kind of work towards. And again, there can be flexibility, like I say, strict deadline, but there can be flexibility like for me realizing that I couldn't actually hit my $3,000 goal, but you know, I was getting close, the trajectory was there. It's just what I see very 
often in students of mine is the kind of flailing, the flapping about, the not really having any direction, not really knowing what they're doing. So sit down with yourself and make a plan. It sounds so simple, but having that roadmap and a little bit of direction is really gonna help you, especially when things get stressful, when things get emotional, when you're like, oh my gosh, can I actually do this? Come back to the roadmap. Step number two, if you are wanting to quit your job, you need to start making money. Like this is the obvious, right? You wanna have a business, you want it to be your full-time thing, then you need income. And this was something that I learned a lot from my days as a blogger. I had a blog, a YouTube channel, throughout you know, high school and university. This was back before influencer was even a word. <laughs> it's like an OG influencer. This was back when nobody wanted to work with bloggers and you had to really fight for sponsorships. And you know, I'd have big department stores in New Zealand who would pay us like $100 for like a whole YouTube video and five Instagram posts. It was ridiculously low, low pay. But something that I learned through that experience was I always wanted to be a full-time blogger and YouTuber, but I knew I didn't have the income there. Like the money wasn't coming in to support my lifestyle, to be able to pull, pull together like a full-time salary from that. And with social media management, I knew it was really important for me to focus on the money generating activities, focus on how I could get enough income coming into the business first. And I think a lot of people would spend time here working on a website, making business cards, and all of that stuff can be important and certainly is within the wider journey of social media management. But in these early days, when you are wanting to quit your job, the number one problem is the revenue, is the money. You need money coming through the door. And the way that you solve that is focusing going out and talking to clients, networking, booking clients, working with as many clients as possible. And I've talked about this a lot, but I, in the previous side hustles I'd started, I focused all on building the, the community and making the Instagram and doing the logo, doing my brand colors. And with social media management, what I did differently was I just launched into it because I wanted to quit my job. I didn't have the luxury of time of building up the brand, dishing up digital. I needed to go out there and book clients. And this is why I've put this in as step two because I believe it's exactly why I was able to leave my job relatively quickly and why my students are able to do the same as well. It's because I focus on money generating activities. I focus on booking clients first, then we get to have fun and do you know, the brand photo shoots and work on a logo and make a website. If a client you know, asks for something specific, if they wanna give you a shout out on social media, you could quickly put together an Instagram account if you really wanted. You could make some changes to your current Instagram. You could give them an email address if they wanna refer you to a client. There's ways you can work around it, but I don't want you spending all of your time working on your branding and your website in these early days. If your goal is to quit your job, as soon as possible, right? If you're kind of thinking about this as a bigger picture three-year plan, then start posting YouTube videos, start building up your brand, start building your community, that's fantastic. But this episode is about making that transition and making it with a good amount of speed. On the topic of money, <laughs> step number three is also kind of relevant. And step number three is all about looking at your finances and building your financial runway. Now, what I mean by financial runway is we wanna leave our jobs, we wanna go all in our business, but we wanna be smart about it. If you up and leave your job tomorrow, 
you're then going to struggle to do the things like building the website and you know get it paying for your custom domain name or maybe paying for your gmail suite or you know premiere pro and editing software canvas subscription it makes it really difficult to build a business if you have zero money coming in. It means you can't like hire a coach as well. Like that was exactly why I kind of kept my job up was because I knew it was funding my business, right? I could hire a coach to work with. I could really develop my business skills better. I could pay for my Canva subscription or I think at that time I just had an Adobe subscription when I very first started. But I also made sure that I had enough savings to pay for those things once I left my job and that is your financial runway. You want to be able to have surplus cash available and ready to invest and pay for things in your business just in case those first couple of months are a little bit slower or you need some more time. Or in my case, I went through a really bad breakup right when I launched my business and I was like, your girl needs to go to a women's retreat in Bali and just recharge a little bit. And I ended up not taking on any new clients in my first month of business. Not to say that everyone's gonna go through a traumatic breakup in their first month as a business owner is full time, but you don't know what's gonna happen. And I think it's really important to build that financial runway up, to give yourself that really good foundation to start your business. The other thing when it comes to finances is to really think about how much money you need to be generating. And I do this activity with a lot of my students. Get a piece of paper out, write down all of your must-have expenses for the month. So your rent or your mortgage, your power bill, your internet bill, uh, what other things that you pay for, if you've got Spotify or Netflix, or maybe you realize there's a few things you could cut down on. Like get really up and close with your finances and find your number. Find the minimum amount of money that you need coming into your bank account to cover all of those expenses. And the reason why I love this activity is because often it will show you that it's not as scary as you think. Like often when you get down to this number and you kind of scrimp and save and cut maybe a few things out, you'll find that you're like, okay, I could do this. Like say your number that you came to, I think mine was around $2,000 I wanna say. And when I thought about that, I was like, oh, so if I just booked four clients on a $500 monthly package, I would be able to pay for all of my bills, all of my rent, and I'd have a budget of $100 to go out and do entertainment things each month, and I'd had this budget for my Netflix. So I really calculated all of my costs up to kind of make it less scary, and then to work back from that number around how many clients that I needed in order to cover all of my expenses. Often I feel creative people shy away from the numbers. We're not numbers people, myself included. But if you want to be a business owner, if you want to make this transition and go full time in your business, you do need to get up close and personal with your numbers, with your accounts, with what is coming in and out. Step number four is a little bit of a two-parter. <laughs> Step four, part A, is to find your why. And then the second part of that is being an action taker. And the reason why I've put these together is because the other thing that I see that's quite common with my students is a lack of motivation because not everyone is a business owner because it's hard. I always say this, like if it was easy, everybody would do this. And there are some people that are coming from quite a comfortable place. Like they've, they've got a good job, you know, they don't hate their job and maybe they make a lot of money. Maybe they're pretty comfortable. Or I often have people who are like stay-at-home mums and they're like, financially, we don't actually need that. Like we're very grateful, very blessed, but I'm just like looking for something a little bit more. And it's 
those kind of people that I often find will get a little bit on the back foot when it comes to taking action because they're kind of, I've used this word already in this podcast, but floundering. <laughs> There's nothing else that I can think of, like just floating around, lacking any sense of grounding. And they don't actually end up taking any action. Like they might take a course like mine, but they fail to actually start working with clients because they lack a reason why. They lack a motivator. They lack a sort of trigger for themselves. And they're just not being an action taker. If you are serious about making this transition and having your business be your full-time gig, you need to get serious about why you're doing it because that's gonna motivate you and that's gonna turn you into that action taker. So for example, have a think about, you know, why is this important to you? What impact would this job have on your life? Is it the freedom and the flexibility to pick up your kids from school? Is it the freedom or flexibility to work from anywhere in the world and be able to travel like you always dreamed of? Is it the money? Is it the income? Is that going to be a game changer for you? Are you someone who just wants to contribute to the household? You know, find something that is your why. And I always say, again, we've all got something inside of ourselves. We've all got something some sort of passion, some deep line motivation. It's about pulling that to the forefront of your mind. And my favorite way to do this personally is having a vision board. You guys know I've got a vision board in my office. I also have one as the background or the wallpaper on my computer. So when I open up my computer, I can be reminded of my goals and the things that I want to achieve and make it something that really does motivate you. Like for me, I'm not gonna lie guys, we know I love my handbags. <laughs> we know I love a little bit of the luxury things in life. So I'll always have goals like flying business class. I really wanna do that one day. And I, I'll have things like, I wanna buy this bag when I reach a certain financial milestone. So you can have the bigger purposes and the whys around, you know, uh, the freedom, the lifestyle, doing it for your family, doing it to create, you know, generational wealth even. Like you could have those bigger things, but you can also have the smaller motivators. And you can have things like, you know, you're going to buy yourself flowers every month, fresh flowers from the local market if you hit, hit this goal. Or it's going to be, you know, those micro rewards as well as your why is, I think, are really important, I think, personally, to get you motivated. Because again, all of these little things are what's going to motivate you to start taking action. To be a bold action taker, you have to have something that motivates you. You have to have a reason why. So make sure you have that why, those reasons, those motivators and those triggers and make sure you have them in a place like a vision board or on your desktop wallpaper or whatever it's going to be, somewhere that you're reminded constantly and really start building that vision out as well. Like what could your life look like in the next year, in the next two years, in the next five years, 10 years? What could it look like if you stuck with your goals and you followed through and you saw this happen because that's what's going to get you motivated and get you becoming that action taker. My final step that I wanted to share with you today, and I think this one is really underrated, but it is finding your support system or finding your community. And this can look different for everyone, but for me personally, you know, I had really fantastic friends who supported me through, you know, encouraging me to start my business. But for me, it was also joining networking groups. I've talked a lot about going to the Girls in Business conferences here in Auckland. 
And I loved those. Like I, the first one I went to, I, I didn't even have social media management as an idea in my head. I actually went along with business cards for my wedding videography business that I had at that time. That was my side hustle. And I just remember coming away from that event just in awe. Like I had all of these new people to follow. I had listened to these inspirational speakers and I was just so pumped and excited. That is what finding a community should do for you. That is what you need. It's not just about family and friends supporting you and saying, yeah, Alan, you can do it. Woo, go you. You need to find a network of other entrepreneurs, other people in the same boat as you, or people that will inspire you. And again, this could just be attending the conference. You know, I always made it my goal just to literally speak to two people, have two genuine conversations with two people, follow them on Instagram, connect with them, spend some quality, you know, conversational time with them because I'm an introvert and I don't like talking to everyone <laughs> at these networking events, but that was my goal. So it can start on that small of a scale. Like it can just be going to events. It could be going to online events like for example, the Social Media Manager Summit, which I mentioned at the beginning of today's episode. Or it could be finding a coach, it could be joining a membership, it could be joining a group coaching program, a course, anything like that. I also know there's a lot of free Facebook groups out there. So if it's not in your budget to invest in that yet, then that's okay as well. But what I'm really trying to get across here is making sure it's somewhere in your business. Because when things get hard, when stuff goes wrong, when you have client drama, What's going to pick you up and keep you going is that community, is that being inspired. Like I get this message all the time and I, I love it. Like messages from you guys listening to the podcast being like, OMG, I had a client drop me and I was so depressed about it. I was so upset. And then I listened to your podcast and you talked about being fired and dropped by a client. And it just reminded me that this happens to everyone. Having Stories like that come through is exactly why I make this podcast. Like this podcast could be your community support, even though you're just sitting there with me like rambling in your, your ears, <laughs> which I still can't get over. <laughs> and people actually listen to my voice. But <laughs> anyway, something to motivate you. Find those things that when stuff goes wrong in your business, you have a place to go to, to comfort, to, to give you that support, to tell you it's okay, to tell you that everyone's been through that before and pick yourself up and keep moving forward. Because honestly, I say this time and time again, things are guaranteed to go wrong in your business. There is no business owner who gets away with just flying through on cloud nine with nothing going wrong. Like there's always gonna be a drama, there's always gonna be a challenge, there's always gonna be a problem. And we can't escape that. That is just like a fact of life. But what can help us get through these difficult moments when maybe you know we're not the most experienced is having a really good community around us. So those are my five steps for you if you are wanting to transition full-time into your business and quit your job. Let me just do a quick little recap. So step number one was making a plan. Step number two was focusing on money generating activities. So really focusing on getting yourself out there, working with as many clients as possible and not just building a pretty brand. Number three, build a financial runway and take a really good look at your ingoings and outgoings and find your number that you need to hit to be sort of making enough money. 
Uh, step number four was find your why and be an action taker. Step number five was to find your support system or find your community. So that's going to be it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one and enjoyed this topic. I hope it's motivated you and inspired you. Remember to check out those tickets to the Social Media Manager Summit down below and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye guys.